Hey everybody, it is yo girl, um, you know, black girl thoughts back in the building. Uh, I'll give you guys a little background. This is a new podcast and, uh, I'm just figuring it out. I kind of started it a little bit impulsively and, uh, now that I've put out my first episode or podcast stream, or I don't know what to call it, um, I feel like, you know, I'm going to keep up with it, you know? So I'm still trying to figure out my branding and, you know, everything like that. I'm trying to figure out what I want my stage name to be. <laughs> but either way it goes, bear with me, y'all, as I figure things out. I'm trying to put together content um basically I decided to start this podcast um just because I am a black girl that lives in Chicago that sees the world from a very unique lens and I come in contact with black people, white people, Indians, Mexicans, um Asians all the time. Okay? And so because I you know, live in diverse city and I have traveled a lot and visited different countries, most of them being third world countries. Um, I, you know, do have a unique perspective on things and the real life, and the way I realized this was just, you know, watching a lot of commentaries online on YouTube and watching the news and seeing everything that's going on in our society. I tend to have a very um, different perspective from a lot of people. Now, there are certain things and some people that I do agree with. Um, I'm not just an anti-everything. <laughs> um, but there's a lot that, you know, I tend to have a perspective on that I don't see being reflected in our mainstream media or in our underground media. So I decided to create this podcast so that I can you know, bring my voice to the conversation. And, you know, maybe there are others out there that can identify with my perspective on things. Um, my very first podcast uh, that I posted was uh, about Nipsey Hussle. In response to me seeing so much online, just telling black people how to think and what to think and what not to think. <laughs> it was mostly what not to think. Uh, you know, a lot of major platforms that are prominent in the black community online are posting things like stop with the conspiracy theories. Stop trying to, you know, figure out what is going on with Nipsey Hussle's death. It wasn't you know, a conspiracy theory. It had nothing to do with Dr. Holder. This is strictly just, you know, this is strictly just gang violence, black on black crime, a hater, a crab in the barrel, the usual. That's what a lot of these major platforms was talking about. And so I'm just like, hold up now. Hold up now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I randomly sing, <laughs> even though I probably can't really sing. But, you know, sometimes I feel inspired. So, 
hope that's not, you know, too crazy for y'all. But it might get crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, a lot of people is trying to tell black people how to think. And I'm just like, wait a minute, y'all. Like, you can't tell black people how to feel. You can't tell us how to think. And you can't tell us to stop speculating. Everybody is speculating. In fact, the people who are saying, oh, this is just black on black crime. Well, that is a speculation. No one knows the truth of what actually happened and, you know, everything associated with the situation. We just don't know. So for you to say, oh, this is what it is. So stop, you know, saying it's all this other stuff. Well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, we are speculating based upon what information is being presented to us. Okay? It's natural. It's what humans do. If you have a brain, you should be able to think critically about different things, about information that's being presented to you. And so that's what I do. You know, uh, I don't believe everything I hear. I don't believe everything I see. Do you? If you do, I mean, you might want to reevaluate your approach to new information that you receive because not everything you hear and see is really what it is. Okay? Reality is, you know, what actually happened and the truth. There is only one truth. Now, there might be different perspectives that interpret things differently. But there is only one truth, y'all. One plus one will always equal two. That will never change, okay? So there are things about the Nipsey Hussle case that we do know, and there's things that we don't know. And uh, based on what we do know, I was just bringing to light that there is a lot that just does not add up. It doesn't add up. There's too many weird coincidences involved there's too many uh you know sideways things and i feel like the whole thing is just wrapped up in one neat package one neat bow uh one thing i did say in my uh previous podcast stream uh i want to clear something up uh i said that Eric Holder's lawyer was O.J. Simpson's lawyer. But the truth is that, you know, he was his prosecutor. So he didn't represent O.J. Simpson. He prosecuted O.J. Simpson. Okay, so he is the one that is representing Eric Holder. And either way, guys, I still think it's weird why how and how much time did it take eric holder to get oj simpson's prosecutor like less than 24 hours or something like that things have been happening real fast and real succinct y'all and in order like i'm just like this had to have been pre meditated and pre-planned because everything seems to just be falling into a certain place too neatly 
I don't know. Like, people are now saying that Eric Holder was set up. I mean, he he's maintaining a non-guilty plea. That, to me, is a bold move, especially with surveillance camera everywhere. Some are saying that there is a surveillance camera right in front of the Marathon store, right above where the shooting took place. And how come that footage is not being released? How come we haven't seen that footage, but we're seeing footage from a camera that is so far away? And, you know, that is something to think about. I'm not saying that it means anything or that Eric Holder didn't do it. What I'm saying is there are inconsistencies with the situation that seem weird. I think that these are things that we should look at and just pay attention to. Okay. Um, Nipsey Hussle. I mean, it's just tragic. It's tragic. But we can't deny the fact that Nipsey Hussle was doing good for the community and making mad waves. Okay? With this camera footage, if they don't release that camera footage that's right above, I mean, that would be... I feel like that would be an issue. Like, we need to see that footage. Because in the actual footage that was released, I can't really see who shot Nipsey Hussle. I can't identify Eric Holder. Like, I can't definitively look at the video and say, yo, that is Eric Holder. Yes, it is. Like, people on the scene, witnesses on the scene said it with him. And great. But if we're using this surveillance camera as evidence that it with him, I don't know if it's strong enough evidence because I can't see him. I can't see him with my physical eye. Like I can see a figure, a shadow going across the screen. I see someone, but I can't like see clearly that it's Eric Holder. Okay, so I'm not saying that it's not Eric Holder. I'm just saying that as an outsider looking in from all the way in Chicago, I I wasn't there. So I can only go off of video and footage of the scene. So, you know, I really feel like they need to release some better footage, make it more clear, plain as day for everyone in the world to see who it was and what happened because... There's a lot of controversies, y'all. A lot of controversies. But either way it goes, um, this whole thing, it's just, it's weird. Eric Holder. (laughs) Why would he kill Nipsey Hussle and then plead not guilty? That's that's a very key question. What drove him to make such an impulsive move? What led up to this? We need to know a backstory. I I want to know a backstory. Because once we understand more detail, see, I like to look at things and get down to a person's psyche. 
the psychological aspect. I mean, he did check himself into a mental health institution, right? So let's look at it. Let's look at the psyche. Let's look at who is this person. Let's look at his background. He got some felony charges. Okay. I looked at some of his uh, criminal records. And I think he was charged one time with uh, having an assault weapon. And I think battery or something like that. Domestic battery. I don't know. Um, I have to look at it, guys. But basically, you know, he got a pass. And some charges were dropped on him. And I wonder if that has to do with his snitching. Um, So, you know, he's a very sketchy individual. Sketchy past. And we have to really look into this. What drove him to do this? Was it really that serious? Is he remorseful? Is he a psychopath? Is he a serial killer? What, what, how did we get here? What was the motive? What is the full story? Is he really just a hating dude from the hood that hated Nipsey? Is he really? I mean, like, what led to this? It doesn't make any sense what's being presented to me right now. The whole black-on-black crime. Come on now, y'all. If I hear black-on-black crime one more time, I'm going to slap somebody. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Okay? So, I just want to know what's going on, y'all. This is black own black conspiracy <laughs> anyways y'all uh you can call me re up uh i'm gonna keep y'all posted on new developments that i see coming out of this thing let me know your thoughts all right peace <laughs>